I was four and a half when the war began, so I had little understanding of the anxiety and dread my parents must have been feeling, like so many others, in the summer and autumn of 1939. In their case, the stress must have been heightened when my mother lost the baby she was carrying at that time, a daughter due to a miscarriage. I don't know what caused it or how advanced the pregnancy was. Indeed, I first learned of this lost sister of mine as an adult. I'm not sure how, perhaps from my Aunt Eileen, but certainly not from my mother, who never mentioned it, and with whom I never raised the subject. The information was a total surprise, and made me wonder what difference it would have made to all our lives if this daughter had lived. I got used to being an only child long ago, and never consciously regretted it. There were advantages in being the sole focus of parental love, care, and attention, which were essentially my mother's during the war years, when my father was mostly absent serving in the Air Force. Melvin Bragg has described vividly in his autobiographical novel The Soldier's Return the Oedipal tensions caused when a soldier returns home at the end of the war to his wife and a six-year-old son who was an infant when he left and to whom he seems a threatening interloper. That was not my situation. I was old enough to have pre-war memories of Dad and saw him just often enough during the war to keep a filial image of him in my mind, and to look forward with longing to his permanent return home. When we were finally reunited as a family, I transferred my primary allegiance to him, while still taking my mother's devoted care for granted. Lacking a satisfying career of her own, and having a limited interest in the things that preoccupied Dad and me, like music, literature, and sport, she was marginalised, and became a kind of servant to both of us, shopping, housekeeping, and serving up meals, often individually, at hours which suited our separate timetables. It seems to me, now, that if she had had a daughter, and I a sister, the balance of power in our family might have been more even, and her life more fulfilling. How that would have affected my own character is more difficult to imagine, but perhaps I would have been less introspective and self-centred. I presume Mum and Dad avoided conceiving another child during wartime on one of his rare leaves, and by the time the war was over, she was forty-two, and it would have seemed too late. Needless to say, the possibility never crossed my own prepubescent mind. I was just happy to have two parents again, all to myself. Later in life, I regretted not having siblings with whom I could have shared the responsibility of looking after their welfare in old age. I know that my mother's miscarriage happened shortly before or after the beginning of the war because of an extraordinary anecdote that was attached to it, which I would hesitate to rely on if my father had not repeated it in the taped conversation I had with him late in life. It seems that they heard of some kind of nursing home in the country, south of London, which offered a safe refuge for expectant mothers and their young children from the threat of air raids, and my mother had accepted a place there just before she lost her baby. A woman friend urged her to tie a cushion round her tummy and pretend she was still pregnant to get into the nursing home, and encouraged by my father, she did so, and was admitted, taking me with her. 
I actually have a memory picture of the place, a rather idyllic scene of women and little children strolling and playing on a big green lawn, and a white-painted wooden summer-house which fascinated me because it could be rotated like a carousel to follow the movement of the sun across the sky. According to my father, Mum didn't have to wear the cushion once she was interviewed and accepted for admission to the place, after which she presumably pretended to be at an earlier stage of pregnancy. But even so, the revelation that my rather shy and diffident mother had had the gumption to pull off this somewhat theatrical deception astonished me, and revealed what unexpected resolve people can sometimes show under the pressure of circumstances.'